Thanks for checking out Church on the Rock's message this week. We would love to help you take your next step in knowing God better. The best way to do that is visit cotr.org slash next steps. Or if you're not near our physical campus, visit our online community at cotr.org slash online. Enjoy the message and know that God is for you. Hold up your Bible. Let's make our confession together today. Say it with me. This is my Bible. I am what it says that I am. I can do what it says I can do. I can have what it says I can have. And today, I will be taught the uncompromised Word of God. My mind's alert. My heart's receptive. I'll not leave the same. I will not leave the same as I came in Jesus' name. And every time I come to Church on the Rock, my faith and my life get stronger and stronger. Let's thank God for the Word, can we? Praise the Lord. You know, I just feel a strength here today. You know, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And you know, what you say with your words creates an atmosphere. Did you hear what I just said? What we're saying is creating an atmosphere. So if you want an atmosphere to change at your house, let's change what we're saying. You want the atmosphere to change in your car, maybe on the way to church today, you know, your regret, your children were... Your curtain climbers, your, you know, your little angels are fighting and fussing. You know what? Change the environment. Change the atmosphere of what you're saying. Amen. And you know what? We need to be strong with our confession. Not weak, but strong with our confession. Amen. So today, uh, I am uh, talking about Wisdom for Living. Wisdom for Living series. And really, it's the answer. You know, I'm not a psychic, but I have the answer for everything you're dealing with today. Financially, physically, marital, you know, emotional, uh, feeling, whatever you're going through, I have the answer. And the answer is godly wisdom. Godly wisdom. That's the answer. If you haven't been with us, it's free. Go to our website, check out the previous lessons, the previous teachings on wisdom for living. So I know you're all ready to get into it. Amen? Wisdom for living. So, we had three words, and we're going to Proverbs chapter 4, verse 5 through 8, but we said that a lot of people don't understand what wisdom is. Wisdom is not knowledge. Knowledge is not wisdom. You start off with knowledge, and my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. I wouldn't go to a church that wasn't a teaching church, because I want to learn. I want to grow. I don't want to know what other people tell me about God. I want to know God for myself. Amen. And so we gather knowledge. And then the second word we looked at was understanding. Understanding. You know, if you don't understand what I'm teaching today, I can't help you. It won't help you. So we get knowledge, but then we pray for understanding, a revelation of the knowledge. Now we move on to wisdom. The definition of wisdom, and I wrote a book called of wisdom's winning ways, that what we do now is wisdom is proper application of knowledge. Wisdom is the proper application of knowledge for a desired result. Proper application of knowledge 
for a desired result. So that's godly wisdom. So let's look at it today, uh, Proverbs 4, and I love Proverbs. Our takeaway is a proverb a day, right? 31 days, 31 Proverbs, a proverb a day. You know, to be mentored and uh, to be coached by winners is amazing. It's amazing. I encourage you. You need mentors in your life. You need life coaches in your life. You need people who've done what you want to do. You need to learn from others who've gone through what you're going through and came out with victory. Solomon was the wisest man that ever lived before or after outside Christ. He wrote most of Proverbs, not all of them, but most of them. So when you read a proverb a day, you're being mentored by the wisest man that ever lived outside Christ, Solomon. So I encourage you, if nothing else out of this series for this whole month, read a proverb a day. I've been doing it for over 30 years, every day of my life. Ask my wife, a proverb a day. So here we go, get wisdom. Wisdom doesn't fall in your lap, you have to go after it. It's not automatic, it's not entitlement, we have to go after wisdom. Get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Next slide, please. Verse 6. Forsake her not. She, a reference to wisdom, will preserve you. So the wisdom of God will protect you from being at the wrong place at the wrong time. It will protect you from the wrong people, wrong decisions. Your decisions and my decisions, we are a result of that today. If I hadn't decided to come 40 years ago to St. Louis and plant this church, none of us would be here. In your own life, what you're wearing, what you're driving, what you're making, what you're doing is a result of your decisions. Bottom line, want a better life? I got to make better decisions. To make better decisions, I need better wisdom and insight. So wisdom, God's wisdom will preserve us, protect us, Love her, and she will keep or guard you. Godly wisdom will keep you from the wrong relationships. Godly wisdom will keep you from the wrong investments. Godly wisdom will keep you from the wrong places on the wrong day. Next verse, verse 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Now, y'all got that right from our series. The number one attribute of God is wisdom. Yes, God is love. Yes, God is a faith God. And all the above, that's good, that's wonderful. He's all-powerful, he's all-knowing. But the number one attribute of God, more than any other attribute of God, is wisdom. Because out of his wisdom flows all of his attributes. Out of his wisdom flows all of his attributes. We're going to look at that today. So the number one prayer you and I need to pray every day is for wisdom. Wisdom. When people ask me, I am going to turn 70 here in a couple of months, I got born again when I was 11, uh, and you know what? People have asked me all my life. They'll say, Davey, when I was a little guy, they called me Davey. Uh, Dave, David, assistant pastor, youth pastor, how can I pray for you? All my life, I've said wisdom. Please pray I have godly wisdom. So notice wisdom is the number one thing. Wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, go after it. Get wisdom. And with all you're getting, get understanding. Next verse. Exalt her, promote her, honor wisdom, and wisdom will promote you. Wisdom will give you ideas where you work and solutions nobody else sees. 
and you'll see it, solve it, and you get promoted. Wisdom will promote you. She'll bring you to honor, that's favor, that's relationships, that's a platform, that's a voice. And when you do, embrace her. Talking about the importance of godly wisdom. Proverbs 3.13. I want, I want the congregation of our church to be the happiest church in town. Okay? Marilyn Hickey used to have a church years ago in Denver, Colorado called Happy Church. That was Marilyn Hickey's church, Happy Church. I like that, Happy Church, for a long time. That was the name of her church. Happy, everybody's looking for the pursuit of happiness. Happy is the person who gets meth. Daniel and I went to hear, uh, who'd we go hear, Daniel? Eric Clapton. We went to hear Eric Clapton the other night. He had that song, Cocaine, and there's a whole lot of people on cocaine at that concert. Praise the Lord. All right. And you know what? They weren't happy. Okay. Meth, cocaine, marijuana. It's not lasting. It's a short buzz with bad consequences. Happy is the person who finds what? Wisdom. And the man or the woman that gets understanding. So that's why I said, I can solve all your problems today by godly wisdom. All your problems, pressure, stress, anxiety, Worry, unhappiness, depression, lack, wrong relationships, wrong decisions. All the answers for that is found in godly wisdom. And I sure do love you. Okay? Happy is the person who finds wisdom. So if I want real happiness, then I've got to go after godly wisdom. For the merchandise of it is better than silver and it's better than gold. She's more precious than rubies, and nothing can be compared to godly wisdom. Now, look what the benefits. Godly wisdom will give you a long, strong life. Length of days is in her right hand. Right hand always speaks of strength in the Bible, and right hand always speaks of priority in the Bible, okay? So all you left-handers, you know, just fake it for a while, Amen. My sister was left-handed, okay? Length of days is in your right hand. So say it with me. I will live long and strong. And in her left hand is riches and honor. So the answer for riches and honor and health is godly wisdom. Godly wisdom will tell you the diet. Godly wisdom will give you, tell you the exercise. Godly wisdom will show you where to invest your money, when, where, and how. Godly wisdom in your right hand comes long, strong life, and your left hand comes riches and honor. Can somebody say amen? Amen, amen means so be it, I'll take it. Her ways, her ways are, now her is wisdom. Her ways are ways of pleasantness. And all of her paths are what? Peace. So if you've got conflict today, if you're in a crisis today, if you're in a quarrel today, if you're argumentative today, if you're irritated today, the answer for all that is godly wisdom. Because when I get godly wisdom, it doesn't bring strife in my home. Godly wisdom brings peace in my life and in my family. I know it's wisdom from God and not the booger man, Satan, when it brings peace and not strife. Godly wisdom doesn't bring me anger. 
agitate me, irritate me, disappoint me. Godly wisdom is pleasant, and godly wisdom brings peace into my life. So the next time somebody comes into your world and brings all kinds of drama, and they say it's from God, you can just say, liar, liar, pants on fire, because it's not biblically correct. If it's godly wisdom, it will bring peace into your life. Hallelujah, Honolulu, Jalapeno, glory to God. God is the source of real wisdom. God is the source of real, true wisdom. Next slide, guys. Next slide. Jeremiah 10, verse 6 and 7. Lord, there is nobody like you. Don't you love that? That's Bible. Lord, there's nobody like you. Well, that'd be good just to include that in our prayer time. Wow, can't nobody do me like, can't nobody do me like Jesus. Lord, there's nobody like you, for you are great. He's the goat, the greatest of all time, right? The acrostic goat, greatest of all time. You are great. And your name, your attributes is full of power. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, power to provide. Jehovah Rapha, power to heal me today. Jehovah Nisi, power to give me victory today. Woo-wee. Next verse, verse 7. Who would not fear you, O king of nations? Well, there's a lot of people in our land today not fearing God, not giving him any time, not making him first. Who would not fear you, O king of nations? That title belongs to you alone among all the smarty pants of the world among all the know-it-alls, among all the wise people of the earth and the kingdoms of this world, there is nobody, nobody, there is nobody, there is nobody. When they come to the end of their wits, the doctor doesn't have an answer. The counselor doesn't have an answer. The judge doesn't have an answer. The lawyer doesn't have an answer. God has an answer. Oh, come on, somebody. Oh, praise God. Who would not fear you, O king of nations? That title belongs to you alone. Among all the wise people of the earth that think they know it all, have all the knowledge, in all the kingdoms of the world, God, there's nobody as wise as you. God is the true source of wisdom. So if you've been given a negative report today, Go just a little bit further. When man comes with no answer, God always has an answer. Next slide, guys. Next slide. Romans 16, 27. Now to God. Ooh, I love the Bible. Don't you love the Bible? I feel like a Jericho Marx today. Would I scare you if I ran around the auditorium right now? Okay, just checking. Now to God, the only source. Wake up, Martha. He's going to run. Now to God, the only source of wisdom. Y'all see that, family? Oh, you're in the right place at the right time. God is the only source. This is not blunt. This is Bible. God is the only source of wisdom. Be glorious praises for endless ages through Jesus, the anointed one. Amen. I like that. Next slide, guys. Next slide. Romans 11.33. Romans 11.33. Ooh, I like this one. Oh, the depth of the riches and the wisdom 
and the knowledge of God. Oh, the depth of the riches and the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unfathomable, how unsearchable are his decisions. I want divine decisions in my life. And how untraceable, mysterious, undiscoverable are his ways, his methods, and his paths. Woo-wee. In other words, when man doesn't have an answer, God has an answer. When you don't know how to make the decision, God has the right decision for you to make. I love it. I'm going to read it one more time. Oh, the depth of the riches and the wisdom and the knowledge of my God. How unfathomable, unsearchable are his decisions. How untraceable, how mysterious, how undiscoverable are his ways, his methods, and his paths. He has a path for you today you haven't seen yet. He's got a method for your breakthrough you haven't traced down yet. He's got a way to turn it around that you haven't heard, eye hasn't seen, ear hasn't heard, hasn't entered into your mind what God is about to do in your life. Oh, come on. Let's have a big praise break. How do I get this godly wisdom? Pastor, I just break it down, make it simple. Okay. I like the D on that godly. That's pretty cool. How do I get godly wisdom? All right, so let's find out. Next slide, next slide. Number one, by reading the scriptures daily. One-year Bible. Now I know why pastor hammers us all the time. One-year Bible, because it'll make you wise. Reading the scriptures makes you wise. Where's that found, pastor? I'm glad y'all asked that. Next slide, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. Let's all read it on the count of three, can we? One, two, three. What will the scriptures do? Make you wise. That's why the devil gets you in a hurry to get out of the house and not read your one-year Bible, not have a daily devotion, because he wants us dumb and dumber. Right? He does. He doesn't want us to wise up. Okay? Secondly, number two, how do I get godly wisdom? By obeying and acting on what you've read. By obeying and acting on what you read. Obedience is wisdom. Okay? Scripture for that, Matthew 7. Do the word. Next slide, guys. Matthew 7. This is where we got the name for our church. This is where we got the name for our church. Church on the rock. What does that mean? We produce doers of the word of God. Therefore, whoever hears these things of mine on Sunday morning at Church on the Rock and does them, I will liken them into a wise person. A wise person builds their house upon a rock. Next verse, verse 25. So the rain came, it's talking about storms spiritually, and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house. But it didn't fall because it was founded upon a rock. What is that? Hearing it and applying it. That's considered a wise person. Next verse, verse 26. And everyone that hears these sayings of mine that goes to another church and doesn't do them will be likened to a foolish 
person was built their house on the sand. Next slide. And the rain came, same problem, same pressure as came to beat on the house of the wise person, but this house fell and great was the fall of it. Next slide, guys. And it came to pass when Jesus had ended these teachings, the people were astonished at his doctrine. So wisdom is coming to church, following along, and then when you leave, acting on what you've been taught. That's a wise person, okay? Number three, next slide, guys. How we get wisdom, right relationships. Right relationships bring wisdom into your life, okay? Scripture for that, Proverbs 13, 20. He or she that walks with wise people will be wise, but a companion of dodos will be destroyed. Amen, somebody, let's put that in there. Is that all right? Somebody need to wake up right there. So if I want to be wise, I hang out with wise people, okay? And it's called the law of association. It's called a contagious. It's called transference of spirits. When Joshua took over Moses' leadership, Moses laid hand on Joshua and said he released the spirit of wisdom on him. Okay, the law of associations. That's why you want a mentor, a life coach, somebody that has done what you're wanting to do. They've gone through it, found out what to do, what not to do, and came out victorious. Wise people hang out with wise people. So that's the third way I get wiser. Number four, as the team comes, ask for it. You ask for wisdom. You ask for wisdom. James chapter 1, let's go to the scripture. James 1, verse 2. My brethren and sisterin, count it all joy when you fall into temptation, test, trial, trauma. Notice, family, it doesn't say if we do. It says when we do, right? Because it just comes, okay? Now, brethren and sisterin means Christians, okay? So it comes to all of us. Battles, burdens, tests, trials, Spiritual warfare. Now, don't miss this because it's in the context of asking for wisdom. So when you're in a trial, we're to ask for wisdom what to do, what to do. God has an answer for you and what to do with what you're going through today. Verse 3, verse 3, next slide. Know this, that the testing of your faith will work patience. Verse 4, next slide. But let patience have her perfect work. It's called maturity, character building, that you are perfect, mature, entire, lacking nothing. Verse 5, but if any of you lack wisdom, now let's put it in context. So he's talking about when you and I go through trouble. You see, when you go through trouble, don't give up, don't quit, don't commit suicide, don't get high, don't walk away. But what do you do? Ask God, God, I don't know what to do. But you've got a plan. You've got a path. You've got a method out of this I don't even see. So, God, I ask you for wisdom to solve what I'm going through today. In Jesus' name, it's in the same context. In a test, in a trial, we don't get mad. We don't get even. We don't quit. We don't get high. We don't do something stupid. We say, God, I need you. I need godly wisdom because I don't see it. I don't see a way out of this, a way through it, or a way around it. But, God... Your wisdom is unsearchable, unfathomable. Y'all remember reading that? 
You have methods and plans and paths I don't even see. So God, show me what I need to do right now. So if you lack wisdom, ask God, and he will give it to you, and not upbraideth you, and it will be given to you. So number one was, what do we do? We read the scriptures. Number two, we uh, obey the word, obedience. Number three, we hang out with wise people. Number four, we ask God for wisdom. Number five, next slide. Am I helping anybody today? Walk in the fear of the Lord. Whoa. Fear there means respect, reverence. Reverence the word, church, the Holy Spirit. Reverence other believers. Reverence the house of God. Reverence. Fear there means reverence. And, and the Bible says is to fear the Lord is to hate evil. To hate evil. To hate sin. Not the sinner, but sin. Uh, next slide, guys. So Proverbs 1-7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. A fool is unteachable. A fool is full of pride. A fool doesn't want to learn, doesn't want to grow, doesn't want to ask for help. Next slide. Psalm or Job 28, 28. And unto the man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord. What's the next phrase, guys? Gals? Everybody? Okay, here, let's read this on three. Can we do that? Can we try that on the count of three? One, two, three, all together. Isn't that good? So the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And I want to add one more thing there. There's five. Number six is being spirit-filled, being full of the Spirit daily, is how you receive godly wisdom. The Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of Wisdom. Did you know that? The Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of Wisdom. So I encourage you, get born again if you haven't. Get filled with the Spirit. Receive your prayer language and pray in tongues every day, and godly wisdom will come. That's number six. I'm out of time. Did I help you? Come on, let's thank God today for the Word. What is your next step in your faith? Well, here at Church on the Rock, we would love to help you. Maybe it's to learn more about discovering what it means to belong to a church family, being part of a small group, or using your God-given gifts to serve others. Head over to cotr.org slash next steps where you can find out more to all of these. Or if you're part of our online community, visit us at cotr.org slash online. Have a great week and don't forget that God is for you.